Booyah. Welcome in DMVR bets. Justin, how are you doing? Doing good, man. College football is, is exciting in Fort Collins again. This guy. College basketball, the Rams are ranked. This is the best I've been in years, man. I know, I know. It's <laughs> uh anyone else I'd be worried they'd become a little smug. I think you you're one of the few where I, I've I don't think you have that bone in you. I'm not sure you know how to be smug. So I know how fast it goes away. So Yeah, right. Even <laughs> as an Alabama fan, I find you uh, relatively humble. Uh, so I appreciate that about you. Uh, fan favorite, though. Justin. Justin's a big deal around these parts. He gives out a lot of winners. Expert in a multitude of sports. So real, we're really going to mine his expertise. Also, uh, how great to have you on to celebrate Urban Meyer being kicked to the curb today, huh? What a what a time to be alive. What a time. Him and, uh, him and Daz are going to have a lot more free time, I think, to, to go golfing and, I don't know, practice kicking pool boys and doing whatever they do in their free time. I know. Who would have thought five years ago, Fickle, Fickle and Ryan Day still, uh, still employed and Urban and Daz would be out. And Dan Mullen out. Those guys Mullen can have quite back, a... Though probably next fall or the fall after depending on if he wants to sit it out and wait for a better cycle urban how quickly till he gets the job again i think it's got to be two seasons i think he's got to take one year off altogether then he's probably going to do like a year of tv time and you get like the studio redemption you do the sit down piece on oh i've learned from it i'm so sorry i was a jerk i got cocky and then right. some school gets desperate enough and throws a hundred million dollars at him and It'll probably be like an SEC school, you know, somebody like Auburn or something who just gets tired of losing to Saban. Right. Or someone just drops the bag because they're changing conferences or something, and they're like, whatever, we'd rather. <laughs> I don't think CU has the urban money. I don't. Few do. Few do. Yeah. All the SEC, but few outside of that realm. Um, Thursday night tonight? Maybe the best matchup of the entire week tonight. Yeah, pretty impressive. There's, I mean, the New England Indianapolis game I think is really intriguing, and quietly Denver Cincinnati I think is a pretty fun game. But in terms of you know betting and especially if you like offense and points, like this Thursday night game is about as good as it gets. Two electric quarterbacks. You've got talent all over the skill positions. Kansas City's defense, I guess, improved, but it's still not a defense that you know, worries me and the Chargers defense is just banged up. They're kind of a mess. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this one plays out. Yeah, me too. I think it'll actually, I mean, it's kind of a big game and it, you could really gain some nice value on the futures for the division. If you look at it, because, uh, things get kind of tricky for the chiefs after this week. And, uh, this could really level things out. Actually the entire AFC, the next four weeks are kind of playing games. Like all these seven and six teams, they're kind of holding the cards in their hands. They all play hand. each other. Yep. Like it's everybody's yep. just gonna beat each other up and eliminate each other. Like if the, I think the Bengals have to win this one if they want to have any chance of winning their division. Otherwise, they're probably looking at the wild card. The Broncos, it's the same deal. Mm-hmm. If you lose to Cincinnati, mm-hmm. your odds of making the playoffs without winning out after that basically go out the window. So there, it's, it's a lot of divisional implication and. It's really what's made this whole season so fun, right? It's been random. It's been wild. and That's been phenomenal. Every game still matters. I mean, we're at a point where a couple weeks from now, I don't think there's going to be very many teams that can afford to like rest their starters yeah. or, or sit, yeah. at, sit anybody out. 
that's exactly right. And with that said, let's get into these big threes because there's a ton of games. Um, really exciting NHL slate as well. We might have some NBA stuff. And anytime I have Justin on, I got to talk some college hoops. So we'll get into it all right now. Let's start with J. Mike's uh, big three first, though. There you go. So I went back and forth on this one. I mm. I don't love the NBA slate. The NHL yep. slate yep. worried me a little bit. The Avs, one-and-a-half goal favorite at Nashville. That just feels like a bit of a trap game to me. So I, I went with the Chiefs minus three, even though it, it does worry me because, let's be real, I, I mean, I Herbert, know. they can put up points in a hurry. I just feel like the offensively, the Chiefs have figured things out. And do I think they're a field goal better than the Chargers? most of the time yes so I, I i feel pretty good about that spread i'm glad it's only minus three if it was minus three and a half i'd be kind of worried um i'm gonna take the duke first half spread against ab state that's minus 12 and a half the full game spreads like minus 22 and i i do think they'll cover that as well but it's big enough to where you just worry about getting backdoored mm-hmm. should be safe right. at home it's you know the coach k celebration tour they're gonna try and win win big at home in front of the cameron crazies I've been betting Duke a lot in this early season, even though I hate him. I, I just, it's one of those you can make money off of them. Finally, I'm going with the over in the Oral Roberts versus UT Arlington. Oral versus UT. But I'm beautiful. Um, Look at that. Max Azemis, one of the best scorers in the country. Congrats here. UT, when they're playing well, they score a lot of points. I, I like the over hitting in this one. As you know, one of these teams scoring 80 feels pretty likely. As long as the other team isn't, you know, in the 50s, gets up mm-hmm. above 60s, mm-hmm. it should be okay. Love that. Um, very nice. Glad that you put some college hoops picks in there. That's uh, that's what the people want, you know, and that's what the people want. Case Keenum also in COVID protocols. The Raiders are still only minus three and a half favorites. We've seen what those backups in Cleveland can do, though. We've seen what those backups, the AFC North, as fascinating a race as any. I don't trust any of those teams, but I also Do you respect trust the them all the enough. Most? Uh pro- probably. I don't know. I I know, it's tough. You I like don't trust Baltimore's the Ravens. run game, but Lamar's been really fluky this year. Oh, he might be in I mean he might be out. Yeah, I think it has to be, right? Or either the that unless is Cincinnati's ground game, and obviously they can rush the quarterback, so both of those things kind of translate in the playoffs. But mm. I like Joe Burrow the best. Well, that's fair. That's fair. A healthy Joe Burrow gives you a significant advantage over, we'll see you with Lamar. The Brown situation, disastrous. And, uh, you know, Big Ben. He can't Come move. Come on. No, he's as immobile a quarterback as I've they're weirdly Ever competitive seen? given his current state and how bad that offensive uh, line crazy is. Crazy competitive, yeah. Like I don't it's it's Their kinda like the twenty fifteen Broncos, but they don't have you know, an all world yeah. defense and yep. I don't think they have quite the talent at the skill positions yep. that twenty fifteen Broncos team had, but And I think Peyton was a little more cerebral and their backup quarterback was better. But yeah, you're right. Very weird. It's a similar genre and build of team. Let's get to my big three. Um, So this total for the Chiefs-Chargers game has moved from 47.5 to 54. It's a ton of movement. The spread hasn't moved. What's happened is Chris Jones, COVID protocol, William Gay, COVID protocol. So on defense, the Chiefs have some heavy absences. 
Um, it hasn't impacted the spread at all, but it has impacted the total severely. What we've seen is the Chiefs have become a defensive first team. They've really built that identity around defense first. They're running it just enough. And Mahomes, they're kind of, in some ways, as crazy as it is to say, they're kind of winning in spite of Mahomes than they are because of Mahomes. That's how this team's yeah. been structured. The last month or so, they've just been dominating. How will they be able to change that identity with these absences? I'm not quite sure. I think Willie Gay's absence will be huge um, in covering Eckler, but Eckler's questionable for this game. And also the Chargers are without Rashawn Slater, their star rookie left tackle. So these are some heavy absences. I think in some ways, a questionable Eckler, Slater out, you kind of balance out the losses you have for mm -hmm. Casey's defense. I think this is a severe overreaction on this total. Even at 47 and a half, I like the under. I really like the under now. It was 54 total points scored the first time these two teams played. If I'm not mistaken, the Chargers stomped them 34-20. Different Chiefs team entirely. I don't think that keeps up. I think the Chiefs go back to what's made them so good the last two months. Keep this low scoring. And the under hits easy breezy in that one. Then I want to make sure... Well, it's a classic kind of like misconception, right? You look at both of these teams, they do have the high-profiled offenses, but it's a divisional game yep. in December. Yep. And exactly very right. rarely are you going to put 55 points on the board in a divisional game in December. Yep. Exactly. Great point. Then, sticking with Thursday night, I'm going to Jalen Guyton. Uh What's his name's favorite deep option? Justin Herbert. I know my stuff. Also, there are some absences in the secondary. It won't be Tyron Matthew, but it's uh, Janarius Sneed. So I think, uh, you know, there'll be a little a little bit of moving pieces in that Chiefs secondary. Guyton has had 23 yards receiving three games ago, then over 80 and over 80. He could get this. He could clear this with one reception, Justin. Give me Jalen Guyton over 21 and a half receiving yards. And then FU 2006 coming in telling us no JT Comfort, no Berkey in this Avs game. They take on the Nashville Predators. Preds actually have been very good. Um, they're feisty uh, at home. They're feisty, good in goal, good on defense. They're not too bad up front. Um, but, you know, it's, it's another Darcy Kemper night. The Avs are rolling. Um and so, yeah, I'm still going to take the 60-minute line just because that's where you're going to see uh, see value. Do you have also, something for me? Uh, a lot of the Predators are experiencing a COVID outbreak right now. Oh, there you go. A lot of key players as well. Yeah, that's okay. the thing. You got to be you gotta be careful about some NHL betting right now because there is a ton of stuff going on with that. Um, COVID's about to throw a real wrinkle in sports again. In like all of sports. Yeah, there's already like I've seen three or four college basketball games canceled this weekend, uh, including like Kentucky Ohio State. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great, Justin. It's not great. Yeah. We don't feel great about it. These NFL spreads are going to be like immensely affected. And it's already a crazy week. There, I, there's six spreads i think that are larger than eight and a half yeah. points it's, yeah. it's wild it's one of the biggest weeks of the season and now you're gonna have all this throwing a wrench in that um so yeah it's gonna be nuts 
But hey, that's why we get to this podcast every day. And, uh, you know, you got to look at it. There you go. Three Preds, three Avs, as are playing 11 forwards. 6D. Um, yeah, it's going to be nuts. I wouldn't take the over in this one. Um, I also think there's some really nice value on Vancouver since firing their coach, getting a new coach. They've won four straight. This will be their first game on the road against the San Jose Sharks. And uh, I believe the Sharks starting a backup in goal as well. So um, there you go. Really like that one. Let's get into some college hoops. Thursday night football, SGP. And then I want, I've got to get some more NHL bets off my... I'm, I'm getting old, Justin. And that apparently means I'm uh, into the NHL. The NHL is fun. The NHL is amazing. I'm also a huge Kraken fan. I watch every single game, and I root and bet against them. It's my favorite thing to do. Why? Because they're great value to fade the <laughs> Kraken. It's amazing value. There's some newness to them, so the public hasn't totally paid. Like, there's some some small public pro-Kraken bias. Uh, Mark Giordano, their captain, out. Uh, Yanni Gord, their best forward, out. Gruby got hurt, their highest Not paid Gru. player, in the game yesterday. It's phenomenal. They're, I love it so much. It's such a... And then, you know, the, the crowds are great because it's a new product. When I get to watch a home broadcast, it's great because those guys are still figuring it out, you know? And it's all packaged in this beautiful, new, pristine logo. These great... Oh, my God. I'm a pig in shit when I watch the crack, and I, I could could not love it more. Um, fading them in a 4-1 loss to Anaheim last night, a true treat. I'm, I'm legitimately sad when they're not playing at this point because uh, I just miss it. I just miss it. Um, I, I hope that I don't do this crack in spiel with every guest we have on this week, but who knows? Henry might be getting, <laughs> might be getting that same lowdown tomorrow. You guys all know that, though. You all know also. Number one in all the land, DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook here, there, everywhere. Streets are buzzing. Great deals left, right. Odds boost, SGP protections, all sorts of outstanding stuff. And uh, this week, Team Run It Back is giving you, you, you bet a dollar on any NFL market as long as either of those teams score you just need one score, you win a hundred dollars. It's a dollar. You bet a dollar to win a hundred. That's for new users. I would love again if you're a new user, you haven't signed up for DraftKings yet, but you're watching the show. We'd love to hear your life story. Get into more of that. How how has that sequence of events occurred? It's an amazing deal. Also, if you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, they'll match your first deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Amazing deal. Use that code DNVR. Um, Time and time again, let's get that disclaimer out the way. Uh, must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. We have a, we have a super chat. There you go. Oh, man. Just wanted to finally show my appreciation for Justin's help. College basketball parlay a couple weeks back. What was funny is Mike Trout was in my DMs showing me a winning 
college basketball parlay. You were texting me complaining about a college basketball parlay that didn't hit the very same night. I know I gave out a bunch what of winners hell, and then I didn't oh, I didn't that's... hit myself. But that that's how it goes. Sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta look out for the people and just be happy for their wins and, and not, you know, be down on yourself. That's right. For betting on freaking San Diego that's State. Right. They're killing me. The Aztecs are killing me. Usually What's they make me a ton that? of money. Such a great program. They still yeah, have they the got former, a lot of new pieces. They're, they still have the former Michigan coach there? Uh no. Um his assistant took over now. Ah, uh, yeah. right, 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 right. He was it was a little long in the tooth. Um, well, I don't think anything qualifies you to be a DMVR bets co-host than the story you just told of giving out a lot of winners and then in your bet slip having a bunch <laughs> of losers. That is, uh, that's the story of this podcast, no doubt about it. All right, man, college hoops. Um, you gave us some great picks for tonight. I don't know if you want to put a parlay together, but I just wanted to pick your brain on early natty favorites, any value you're seeing for conference winners or to make the final four. I admit I haven't been able to watch much college college hoops thus far. I haven't talked about it on the show at all. I was really excited to have you on and get into that. Obviously the Rams are a huge story locally. Um, the Moby arena, like the place to be for college hoops. Um, like in the last 10 years locally, it's really popping, but, uh, on more of a national scale, what's caught your eye so far? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, tonight's slate sucks. It's a yeah. really, really yeah. unappeasing era, unappealing, I should say, mm-hmm. slate of college basketball yeah, games. But I mean, there, there's a couple of teams that stand out on a national level. Purdue looks really good as does Michigan coming out of the Big Ten. I think Kentucky Mm. and Alabama out of the SEC are both really legit, and we can talk about the uh, SEC conference future bets here in just a second. Uh, Duke and North Carolina, the ACC, look legit. I know I'm just throwing a bunch of blue bloods out. Everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, who's this guy? But, I mean, it kind of has been that case. Gonzaga's been really good, but they've also been a little inconsistent at times. So I still think talent-wise they're the best team, but – I was honestly surprised to see they still have the shortest odds to win the Natty. I think it's just people believe in the, their top-end talent. I mean, Drew Timmy yeah, is, sure. a, is a stud, and, and Chet Holmgren obviously has come in, and yeah. he's played well. It's There's been a learning curve, which is to be expected with a true freshman going up against the competition that they face, and in, in non-conference especially. I think once they get rolling in against you know the WCC, although – quietly a really good league yeah. this year too yeah, you know san francisco is good st mary's is good there's a lot of a lot of good teams on the west coast um but let me, let me give out some very some specific oh my goodness some specific ones here yeah i i really like kansas to win the big 12 they're currently the betting favorite at plus 160 slightly better than baylor they've got to figure some things out in terms of fit on the floor mm-hmm. top end talent wise though kansas yeah. is back and i know that it's Baylor's had talented. this fun run. Yes, and that's that's a great point. And I, I I just think when when it all comes down to it in the Big 12 play, those veterans are really going to lead Kansas. I would hop on that while it's still at plus money. It yeah. won't be for much longer. Yep. Um, Love that one. Colorado State to win the Mountain West, plus 160. Same as Kansas, yep. Which is – it was really weird. I was thinking about that today to think that in – <laughs> how Vegas views CSU in the context of the Mountain West is how they view Kansas in the in Big the 12. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's really weird. But CSU has looked like the best team in the league by far. 
if well, you're not going to talk about on San Diego State disappointing you, yeah. and I mean, you know, so it might be a bit of a weaker conference overall. You you could tell us better than anyone, but well, I was gonna I was gonna say if you if you want to fade CSU, and and you don't want to go, home, I actually really like Utah State at plus six fifty. Also, quietly, Wyoming at fifteen hundred. If you just wanted to sprinkle oh, some money on it, what are you doing to us? Wyoming's what really are you doing good, to and, us? and I I wrote about it before the season, just how good Wyoming was going to be, and that you know CSU very likely going to split against them. And I'm as high on CSU right, as anybody right. in the country, and have been all year. Those That's, fans are a little spicy on Twitter too. Oh, they're very spicy, and I give them a lot of love, but they don't love me because I'm the CSU guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's how that works huh? <laughs> yeah it is what it is in the in the pac 12 i love arizona arizona might be the best team plus in the 175 country. love it now a bit of a ucla hater what's going on i just i believe that who you are over a large sample size right. is more accurate right. and i think people got too bought into the the march madness run with a couple of teams in the pac 12 and i get it it was fun they're exciting Juzang, he's awesome. Like yeah. mm-hmm. when he is rolling, they have potential. They are a top ten team, but Arizona is really complete. And and Tommy Lloyd is, is just such a great hire. Right. He's brought some stability back. The talent is there. It's one of the hardest places to play because they have such a great home court advantage. Which is, I mean, that's really something UCLA just hasn't really had. Yeah. Like, it's a great point. It's it's not the same as it was, you know, decades and decades ago. I just like the the value there at plus one seventy five, and same deal with the SEC. I, as much as I like Kentucky, and Kentucky's for real this year. You going Bama on me? Bama at plus three hundred is really tempting because they're efficient. They play with great tempo. They can score. They have a ton of veterans defensively. They're actually really solid. They they tend to give up points just because the the pace that they play at is no, so fast. No, There's so many no, possessions, so right. naturally they are going to give up some points. But they do defend well. And I don't know. I just think that's a they're going to run people really off the elevated. court. Yeah. They're fun to watch. They always have talent. Last mm-hmm. four or five years, they've really elevated. Um, interesting. And then you mentioned Michigan plus 350 to win the Big Ten. I like the value there. As, as high as I am on Purdue, I just think Michigan's ability to get hot offensively makes them one of the more dangerous teams in the country. Juwan Howard seems to have this, oh, no this rolling. And no kidding. I don't know. There's sometimes it just feels like it's a school's year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it kind mm-hmm. of feels that way with Michigan, with the way that football is going, the way basketball uh, is playing. They've, uh, they've got some good juju in their corner. Well, and I would almost go across the state to the Sparty's basketball program and how Sparty, anytime you thought Michigan State was going to be like, oh, they're a sure thing to win, to go to the Final Four, mm-hmm. they kind of flop. Anytime you kind of counted them out as a middle seed. That's when they succeed. And to a lesser extent, I wonder if Michigan last year, the darling of all darlings, right? That's a good point. In the darling conference of all darling conferences. Now it's going to be a little more evened out. They got the target on their backs. Might backdoor it a little bit on Purdue, you know? It's hard to evaluate last year in general just because... (laughs) Empty gyms completely changes things, you know, like home court, especially in college basketball. There's not a bigger, there's not a bigger gap, I guess, in terms of like how much it actually impacts the game. I mean, CSU at home, they're a moneymaker. They're going to cover at home. If you like just bet on them every single time. And I promise you, 
you're going to come out on top like 80 to 90% of the time. It's such a great point because while I think some books and odds makers are having to adjust in pro sports, especially the NFL with the conventional three point home advantage. Well, now we have private jets. We have diets. Is it we that have, hard to go to LA right, from Denver ex- on your private ex- jet? Ex- exactly. <laughs> we have sleep schedules, you know, we cryogenic we stay on chamber. T- it, exactly, exactly. It makes it so much easier. If you're a college student though, the difference between doing all that work you have on your load, not just as an athlete, but as a student as well, and then having to add travel to that and maybe some of the added distractions that might come with traveling to another college town versus more of a bubble living and they're not chartering everywhere in college either right you know if you're in kentucky you're probably chartering every basketball game if you're csu a lot of the time you know when they're flying to boise 100 percent right at a dia like you or me i've been on the same plane as the csu basketball team you know going to and from places before it's a weird experience yeah so that totally makes sense to me that all of a sudden you're also i think they were doing a lot more classes Mm -hmm from home and and dude how much of a strain does that ease on these kids that are already being pulled a million different directions you know so that's a really interesting point i like that i actually now you i wonder if like early unders in college hoops have been like a a massive play unders in general are so so underrated in college basketball show yeah (laughs) like in hoops especially hoops in general yeah i mean but college basketball because the in college basketball every single game there is a three to four minute rut, at least one, yes, where yes, just neither yes, team makes yes. a bucket. Yeah, during the tourney, RK and I talked about like our favorite thing was that graphic that comes up of like neither team has scored. Oh and- my god! In the, with the running <laughs> clock in the last four minutes. Oh my god! We on our tombs. I want. Uh, I want a clock like that. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. Okay, that's really interesting. And then Duke plus one twenty. I mean, it's obviously not great value, but. Like, I, I watched that one game against Gonzaga. I'm pretty sold. Like, Paulo Bancaro. Like, yikesies. Yeah, I mean, they're, they have their top-end talent is on par with anybody in the country. Yeah, they're just they're so thing. athletic, Mm-mm-mm. especially down low. Like, their they're forwards They've are... They've got size. It, it really could be. It could be Duke's year, and that would just be so fitting. Like, Coach K gets to go out on top, and then he gets to be snide, and, you know, and people oh, doubted yeah. me. Oh, and yeah. I, well, it just seems like they have all the one-on-one scoring. And so they'll go That's through some... Point. It's a very NBA-heavy exactly. style roster. Well, you know, it re- kind of reminds me of Gonzaga last year. Yeah. More experience, but, you know, like, just like, oh, shit. They can go to four guys who can just create their own shot. Mm-hmm. You don't see that in college hoops all that. So, um, and they'll go through some growing pains because of the youth. But again, yeah. when you have that many go-to scores, you're going to get out of some sticky situations because of it. So that'll balance itself out. Anyways, it's my two cents on Duke. Not that anyone cares. Uh, SGP, Thursday Night Football. Get this, Justin. I see the spread moves to three and a half for the Chiefs. I talked about it earlier. I said, I like Kansas City at minus three. Three and a half scares me. And yet, I was seeing a ton of money on the Chargers. Now... I did believe DraftKings tweeted out that the public money was 80% was on the Chiefs. Um, so we must be talking spread versus money line yeah. here, which makes sense. It's kind of a decent money line to sprinkle on a home dog. 
Now, the Chargers are not a home dog. They're just because they have no home field advantage. It's a massive problem. They basically don't play at home. That's right. Actually, it makes them a very good road team, I think, because in some ways they're wired to always play like that with a crowd against them. But But it's like more natural. And at home, you have to talk yourself into, we don't care that we don't have fans, but it's natural. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, um,. Anyways, that's another interesting caveat going into this game. If you had to go SGP here, what what would you go? Speaking of which, have you had any luck with uh, same game parlays? Uh, yeah, I just I just hit on the last Broncos game. I parlayed the first half spread minus six and a half. Javante oh, Williams anytime touchdown score. Javante Williams over sixty nine and a half rush yards, and it was like plus four forty. Nice. And nice. I kept the big thing is. I also is, had an SGP on that game. Yeah, I kept it at that. You know, I tend yes. to like want to add yes. four or five yes. and like That's get greedy. Key. Get That's yourself some nice plus money. Take a profit. Don't get greedy. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Cheffy, that was a crazy night. I really thought the SGP Eric gave us was going to hit. Um, I'll say this, you know, some nights in basketball, the NBA especially, you're just going to face a super hot shooting team and you got to say like, okay, like Minnesota last night. Yep. God, that game That's was just stupid. Um, that game was extremely stupid. Yes. They're like a lot no, of those weren't was, even good shots and they're just going in. Yep. And just like, All right. Yep. Well, it's just one of those nights. And you would hope they'd slow down maybe a little bit in the second half. No, 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 no. <laughs> they heat it up. I uh, think. Oh, yikes. So, you know, that's the thing. I wouldn't read too much into it. Then again, they are, I mean, the, the lack of depth is really hurting them. And I think the the lack of being able to create offense outside of Jokic and even just be have like sustainable rotations outside of Jokic is catching up to them. I've just accepted that until this team gets heavy, or, uh, healthier, well, I should not expect them to be consistently competitive in a really deep West. <sighs> Jokic is the be- one of the best players in the world, if not the best. And because of that, they're going to be relatively in the mix every night. They're going to win some right. games they shouldn't. They're probably still a playoff team even. Yeah. But they're not, you know, the, the Nuggets with Jamal Murray and Jokic. And obviously now you take MPJ out and... God, I mean, everyone else that's gotten hurt. Uh, uh, Walker looks like he's probably done after last I night. Know. Like, it's just... Yeah, that was nuts. So. <sighs> Anyways, same so game parlay. That's your that's our thoughts right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Thank God for the Kraken, indeed, Mike Trout. The Kraken are the best. Anaheim team over, and the overall over. I was so mad that didn't hit, but whatever. Let's throw that under in with the SGP. Make that our base. I like it. Is Eckler? He's playing tonight. Are we for sure on that? Questionable. He's probably playing. Then I like over nineteen and a half receiving yards. Ooh, okay. Love that. It's just high enough to where I'm a little worried if he's like not getting a ton of touches. But But then if he doesn't play, I think that just gets void. Exactly. So if he, if he is playing and they're using him the way that they tend to 20 feels like a lock. What about Herbert over 249 and a half? Yeah. And then dare I go Mahomes over? Under 349 and a half? I like that, though, because we've talked about this for weeks now. The yeah. Chiefs are a ball control team right now. They're not. They have to be. Yeah. They have to be. If Honestly, if, if he throws for over that, 
the Chiefs might lose. Like it might be an instance where they're in a shootout and they lose a game like 37-34 or something. Yes, Justin, yes. And then I don't know. That's already plus 400. I could add over nine and a half receiving yards to Jalen Guyton or go a little more aggressive on this one and go over 19 and a half. That's plus 700. I don't want to go further than that. Yeah, don't get greedy. Wow. So you faded the Kraken and the Coyotes, and then you added Elgato shots. Man, man, that makes me really... That's... I did the exact same parlay yesterday. That makes me really happy to hear. That's a... I'm glad you guys are listening. That's uh, that's like my legacy is uh, is carrying on. I don't feel like my my family would listen to me enough to put together a parlay. I would, but the fact that Cheffy and my guy here did it makes me extremely happy. So DMVR is all about though. It's, it really it's the is. people that will actually listen to me. Look, Zach's <laughs> giving me mad love on my college basketball takes. My girlfriend's her eyes just gloss over That's when I start talking about <laughs> UCLA and Juzang and you know it's a it's a false sample size and she's like, All right, dude, put on triple D or something. <laughs> Please stop talking. Um I also like the wild over three and a half, and as I mentioned, I like the Canucks. Tonight you get plus value. Um that's that's all our picks, kids. That's all our picks. Justin has another show to do at 4.30. Tune into that. All sorts of exciting stuff in Rams. Let Rams me throw, country? Can we say Rams country? Yeah, Rams, Rams country. It's, so I, we, we are in Rams country, and uh-huh. that is made up of Ram Nation. Ah, ah. Um, I love that. I love that. Just okay. real quick before we go, though. Yes. Just a couple of a bowl line money lines or bowl game money oh, lines yes, that I'm going to throw do. out there. Yes, please do. Uh, Utah State this Saturday taking on Oregon State in the first ever Jimmy Kimmel Los Angeles oh, Bowl. I know. Utah State, seven-point underdogs. You can get that at plus 100. I like that a lot. I also like just the Utah State money line, which you can get at plus 240. They can move the football like no other. They can really score points, and they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough test for this Oregon State team. I know they can run the football. I don't know if they have the offensive firepower to outscore Utah State in a game that's gonna matter much more to Utah State than it will to Oregon State. I like that a lot. Okay. Another one I'm gonna throw out there: uh, Air Force plus 100 against Louisville in the first responder mm. bowl. Any team going up against the triple option offense that's not used to it, it's wonky. Again, this bowl is going to matter much more to Air Force than it right. is to Louisville. And finally... Where is that played for the first uh, responder bowl? Dallas, I believe. Oh, okay. That's enough of a lit city for those yeah. Louisville kids to get distracted. Love that. Uh, San Diego State money line. They're plus 105 against UTSA. I know UTSA is everybody's darling this year. This is the Frisco Bowl, so UTSA should be kind of a home game for them. Yep. That is when San Diego State football, that's when, you know, everybody's out on them. That's when you back them and they're going to make you money. I'd honestly consider even parlaying all three of those and then just taking them individually. I feel very confident on those. And then the the last one I'm going to go with is uh, Louisiana Lafayette minus five against Marshall. This is in the New Orleans Bowl. It's basically going to be a home game. Come on. And on top of that, Billy Napier's final game with the program. But it's one of those weird situations oh, where everyone's happy it, huh? for him. Right. Like the fan base, he stayed for like three years longer than anybody he ever did. expected he him did. to. And so it's a position where they're like genuinely happy for him and they're going to root for him. And I think this game matters a lot. Like we got to end the Napier area right. the right way. Right. Okay, I like the thinking that that's yeah. like a little counterintuitive there. Very nice, very nice. Okay, great. 
Great stuff, my friend. Uh, Mike Trout's going to back uh, go back and listen to it to catch all the gems we gave. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Justin. Thank you to producer Yahir. And uh, we will be back tomorrow to preview the full weekend slate for you. So see you then.